We will kick off today's episode with our guest speaker pitching why you should listen to our podcast and follow our journey. Let's get started, folks. Let's follow this podcast because, you know, you, you might learn something that you wouldn't have yesterday, and that'll help you for tomorrow. Because, you know, you're going to get people on here that want to talk about what they want to talk about. And, you know, if, if, you, if, they're not, if they're not interesting, so what? You can move on to the next one. And, you know, you'll probably find someone who's just like you or someone who's completely different. Either cases, you're going to realize that you're going to see other things growing around you. And to me, that is fascinating that we can have so many different people be different. Welcome to an episode of Young Entrepreneurs with the Green Earth team of Southern Illinois University, Carbondale. We are a cross-university team of young, innovative minds positively impacting the landscape of SIU Carbondale through promoting and installing clean energy. Here, we are highlighting our team's activities and impact through our members, sponsors, and supporters, as well as discussing a new, interesting topic. So buckle up, because we are driving to a more sustainable future. Aaron, do you want to talk a bit about yourself and introduce yourself to our audience? Yeah, so like Nelson said, I'm Aaron Taylor. I'm actually from uh, this area, Carbondale. Uh, it's where SIU is located, Carbondale, Illinois, Southern Tip. Um, I came from actually a really small town uh, outside of Carbondale, Macanda, and you know I grew up like not not really going to a big school, and then high school was, and then I went to high school and it was super big, so um, not like huge, but. So that was a very good uh, experience for me to like get a diverse feel for like how um, the world is and, and how you see different sides of people. But um, and that kind of prepared me for college. So um, I really enjoyed Drew growing up from where I am. Thought it was a good place to stay. So that's why another reason I came here. And Makanda, that's where Giant City is, right? Yes, Makanda is the Giant City plus just wilderness of nowhere town. <laughs> Honestly, I know that's my favorite part about being in Southern Illinois from Chicago is just being able to go and drive 15-20 minutes, go hiking and just see beautiful sights. Yeah, people take it for granted down here that we have all of that in our backyard because honestly, if you were looking for nature in the States, I'd say if you're not into the mountains, come here because there's literally everything you have to offer besides that ocean. But like, you're in the Midwest, why are you trying to go to the Midwest for ocean? Definitely, and I know um, one of our earlier episodes with Adam Rogo, a SIU alumni, he talked about like the Cypress Pass, Cypress Swamp. Okay, Cypress Swamp? Yes. Have you uh, been there? Um, no, I don't think I have, but we have tons of Cypress trees around Campus Lake. I don't know if you noticed that. I did not. The ones with the ruts that stick out of the ground, those are Cypress trees, so. Which I know that, uh, I think last year or the year before, they like identified every tree. Mm -hmm. Put, put a up a little tag. Yep. It's cool. You can go around and scan the QR code. You can know what tree you're looking at. <laughs> if you can find the QR code, they put it on the random spot. But, yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, is there anything else about Southern Illinois that you liked from growing up here? Um, I thought it was a place where you can really find out who you are. Um, because, you know, like I said, you had that small town vibe whenever you were younger. So you didn't really grow up in the city or something, but then you came to high school here and there's not like a ton of people, but it's a bigger high school. It's a, bigger than a lot of the people I've met here who went to high school. So you really like start to evolve into a person 
who has support systems, but also who has to deal with the people who you maybe don't want to deal with all the time. And so that, 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 that encourages growth in my opinion. So, um, and you find the way that you want to act and you want who you want to be around and what support you need. So like, I feel like, uh, like you, you just started to develop your own hobbies and your own interests and it really uh, made, it made me into the person I am today and I'm happy with that, so. Awesome, and then, what are your thoughts on energy in the area? Because I know from the little history, do you know carbon is like a well-known coal area? Very well-known, yeah. Carbon. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the name. It's in the name. Um, yeah, so I grew up just seeing that smokestack every day. Well, not every day, but pretty much every day. And so knowing that SIU is all about energy, you know, more recently, uh, <laughs> we're trying to go towards a more sustainable energy, but obviously coal has just been such a prominent thing that it's hard to switch. But um, and SAU's got an energy processing program, mechanical engineering, got research here, there, and everywhere. So it's just something I was looking into, and I was like, hey, right here in my hometown, they want to do exactly what I want to make people aware of. So it's a perfect fit. Perfect fit. Unlike me driving 350 <laughs> miles. Oh, well, yeah. I've known some people from California, so I'm like, what the heck are you doing here? <laughs> but I'm glad to see it. Glad to see the diversity. Definitely. Um, so what's the uh, coal fire plant on campus? Have you ever been in the steep tunnels? No, I've not been. In, I've known about them for a long time, but I've never been in them because that seems scary. Oh, we're gonna have to take a field trip down there. Yeah, I've heard a lot of ghost stories and I'm sure haunted. A lot of steam. So, <laughs> but I've heard uh, kids in the past have played a D and D in the tunnels. Huh. I could see that. Get a little extra spook factor. I can just imagine if you have like a tiny animal running down there, and the dungeon master is like talking about, "Oh, you're entering a new room or something." Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so transitioning into what brought us here today, do you want to talk about your beginnings with the <clears throat> Green Groove team? Yeah, so actually I met a couple people from my um, my first dorm room when I was a freshman here at SIU. Um, with COVID times, you didn't really meet many people, so like you saw your neighbors and you're like, that's pretty much who you saw and you, you, know, you made friends with them probably first if they'd end up becoming different, like you'd say, you went your separate ways, but at the first semester, they were a good support system, and I met someone named Steven Schulte, and he recommended, he was like, hey, we've got this uh, thing that we're doing over, and we're, it's basically, we need mechanical engineers, and I'm uh, interested in energy and stuff, and I'm like, that's, that's my, that's what I want to do, like, heck yeah, I'm interested, and I went to the first, I think I went to the first Zoom meeting, Maybe and I was like, oh wow, we're like we're really into, we're really doing this stuff. It just kind of came on to me so quick. It was like, yeah, I guess I joined a club. Like we, it became so easy to like become part of the team that um, we ended up. I just ended up meeting new people and talking to people like Nelson and becoming part of a solar panel uh, PV team. That we, our goal is to put up a system on top of a building we have here at SIU, and so. Like, it just evolved so quickly, and I thought it was really exactly what I was looking for in a group that I would I couldn't imagine any other group that could do the same that we've done, so. 
Yeah, definitely I know from my own experience joining clubs. It's a bit scary in the beginning, but you're just getting so many new people. Right. Yeah. More people you meet, better life gets gets more interesting, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that was probably the most interesting part, is that you met people that weren't even here at SAU. Like, you didn't get to know-know them because it was Zoom, but, like, you still met them. Like, you knew, like, hey, like, there's people like me out there who want to do stuff. You know, we're all busy with our lives, and sometimes that that can get caught up in stuff, but we all are here for a similar purpose, and we know that, so it was nice to see. Yeah, definitely that was one big benefit of COVID and the pandemic, among everything that didn't go too didn't well. Didn't go too, yeah. Being able to have a team and be able to connect with so many different people from across, and then coming back in the second year now, and hopefully we can make better connection, better relationships, and just get to know each other even better. That's something to definitely look forward to. Yeah, for sure. So with the team, I'm taking a wild guess. It's like one of your first times like working with renewables. Oh yeah, for sure. This is like bare minimum square one. <laughs> like, like hey, I got to find somewhere to start, and I didn't really know where. And I saw this as an opportunity to be like, all right, it may not be exactly what I end up wanting to do, but we'll start here and see what goes on there, and then. Exactly was what I was looking for, and everybody who I've told about this program, they're like, "Oh my gosh, that's so cool!" Like, I didn't even know you guys would like do that as a non-RSO kind of organization, and you know, just it shocks people, and that's kind of what, kind of what the whole—I mean, not the goal is, but like, you know, you want to explain these like new ways to produce energy to people, and some people just don't know, and so it's like really cool to see that, like, oh my gosh, like. You guys are a group of college students paving the way for a new potential future, so. No, most definitely. So when we're first like learning about it, can you talk about like the learning curve? So it, it was it was a little weird at first because I I'm a I was with, I don't know, some sophomores, a lot of juniors probably. Um, and I didn't really know many freshmen at first. I I don't I don't know how many are at this year that are sophomores now <laughs> but uh so i was like man these people just know know way more than me i'm gonna be useless um i don't know what to do uh <laughs> i was like uh 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 i can't talk uh they're not gonna love me though but then everybody's just cool they're just there they know you're a freshman like it, it sh i shouldn't i shouldn't have gone into the meeting like that but i did and obviously probably more people do i'm sure many people go to the meetings and they like start talking about uh the stress load on the on the I don't know the building or the steel and you're like what that I'm still in calc two or one or whatever it's like basic numbers and so yeah it was a little it was a little scary at first but like you got to realize that that that's that's the only way you learn is being not the only way but a good way to learn is being thrown in the fire and finding your way out so I just thought it was it, it took time um, and I'm just not going to say that I know everything now because I just found out somehow but so the goal of what I the basics of what I've learned is that it, if you want to figure it out you will and if you can't you move on to the next problem that you can't figure out so it's kind of like swimming you just jump into the deep end uh, yeah uh, that takes some time too at least with me <laughs> <laughs> don't worry I, I know for myself like I took lessons since I was like six never learned it through lessons and one time one day like 15 years down the road, Brad O'Kell just jumped in and began swimming. My dad's like, huh, you can swim, can't you? 
Years of academy training wasted. But yeah, no, I feel that too. I try to do lessons and just, you know, I don't want you to force me under the water. <laughs> I'm going to do it at my own pace. <laughs> 18 years old. Oh, yeah, I think I'm ready. No. But whatever. <laughs> Story for another day. Yeah, definitely everyone's on their own journey. Like, I know Payne Talkman in his episode, two episodes ago, about how everyone's like on their own journey and you can't compare yourself to others, just focus on what you're doing and believe in where you're heading. Yeah, for sure. It's a good lesson. So I know you mentioned about paving the way for alternative energy on campus. Have you seen any other impacts that we've gone to the extent of accomplishing? Um, I mean, we've put a wind turbine up. That's pretty, I mean, that's providing energy that wouldn't normally be there. And the only stress factor is the, the ag building, Michael. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we checked that out. Um, the only like, we're just really not in the way of anybody. And like, so that we just, we just turned a unusable area. Well, not an unusable area, but a not used area into something that we can take advantage of and provide for people that don't even know we're providing for them. Like, it's not a lot. I'm not going to say this wind turbine supplying SIU. It's it's running on SIU fumes. No, that's what the smokestacks for. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely an impact that people won't see unless it happens more. Like like we they're starting to like it, it's a it's a starting process. And so like you you don't pave you don't pave the way to Rome in a night. Like I don't know. That's a alternating Rome wasn't built in one day. So. You know, you got to start somewhere. If it's small, big, in the middle, uh, re downsizing, upsizing. You know, you got to you got to know where you're. Got to hold, take ground first, and then move on. So I think that we've done a good job of that by starting something like the wind turbine and making an effect on people. Oh, what's that red thing on top of the ag building? They might not. They might not think anything of it. Oh, that looks neat. Then one day someone's going to come by and be like, hey, you see that wind turbine? Oh, it's a wind turbine. Oh, I wonder why they put that up there. Oh, why, why is there solar panels up there? Who's doing that? Why does it look like a little kid is installing because I look like I'm 10? But so, yeah, so it's just a start. And you got to start somewhere and your start should grow. Hopefully that's the intent. <laughs> Most definitely. And hopefully one day in the future, I use all running off clean energy. Hopefully. That would be nice have uh, maybe a solar farm not too far away to help supply any needed power and then you have sites on campus too like what we're doing like that um. so on the team have you met anyone interesting that you got close with not particularly close, but there's a lot of people I come and chat with a lot, quite a few times or like say hey to in the hallways. And I think that's like, honestly, if I'm going to be totally honest, that is the relationships that I miss the most from COVID is those relationships where you, every now and then you just talk with them and you say hey in the hallways or hey in the student center, you know, see them you're like, what's up? Like, nice to see you. Have a good day or whatever. And like, I don't know, just every now and then you chat with them. And it's like, those are the ones like, you have your core friends and your core system and your core supporters. But then these, these, these ones that are, I'm, I'm just labeling them secondary, secondary. That doesn't mean they're lesser <laughs> at all. That's not what I mean by that. But you have these secondary friend levels 
And like without that conversation in the day, what what did you what did you gain from that time that you would I mean maybe you would have studied, maybe you would have hung out with the other friends, but instead you learned a new like you learned from somebody else. Like you learned how other people live. And I think that's a lot of like um like I'm agreeing with Hein, like the fact that you wanna like follow your own dream and stuff, but your dream can be so much more interesting when you take into fact that there's other dreams too. Like not not saying don't don't change your dream because someone else's dream is different. That's that's the beauty of it is that we have different dreams, and so like if you were just to stay with your core supporters, all you would know about is your dream and how they support your dream. But when you talk with these secondary people who have their own motives and everything and have their other support groups, you realize that like you start to see the, the diversity of something like SIU, and you can have so many diverse team members in the same team. And so like, I feel like not, even though I haven't made any like super close friends from this group, I have like created a secondary support system that we're all interested in the same thing. We all have our different dreams and we all have our different support systems. And that's like amazing to me because when you think about it, that's a tree that branches off 900 different directions all in one place. And who knows, like maybe in the future, if you're traveling to the area, like Texas, Ohio, someone's out there and you can go visit them. Right. And that's just another part of the way the world works. It's like the connections and outreach. It's, it's amazing. And I think a lot of people just overlook it because they're comfortable in their friend group. And that is, it's great. If that's, if that's what works for you, that that's amazing. Like I'm glad. And that's, that's what you should continue doing, but there's just so much more to explore that is just undiscovered. So no, it's definitely, like, you know, I met Haynes about two years ago now, and we hung out for three days at a conference, didn't talk for a while, then began interning remotely, just began messaging each other and Edward, too, and then he joined the team, and then I actually got to see him about two months ago, right before the semester began, and just felt like we had that connection. Like, we didn't talk a lot, but we talked enough that we knew each other, mm-hmm. and we just could connect easily. Like, I know I haven't met everyone on the team in person, but hopefully one day I will. Yeah. But definitely with COVID, we were, would you call us, like, resilient? So, like, even though we were in this time of, like... Uncertainty? We still got crap done. Yeah. That's a... Pardon my French, but... Um, yeah, no, for sure. I, I thought it was impressive how much... Now that I know what you're going on. Um, brain farts all over. But, um, yeah, like, Zoom is terrible. Teams is terrible. Virtual is sucks. This, I whatever. It's just sex. Like because you, you see name, and then oh names talking. Oh okay. Well, and, and I'm 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 a core person who just did the. Yeah, I don't want to turn my webcam on right now because I look like garbage. But if you go in person, who cares? <laughs> like nobody's gonna. But it just looked so weird because you just knew people were staring at your icon. That's okay. Story for another day. But yeah, we still got stuff done on these crappy platforms because people were doing a lot outside. Like Nelson was putting together so many different meetings and times and meeting with different people and outreaching to AES Solar or the Green Fund grant or all this stuff. And, like, you know, that, that stuff happens because of someone like you um, who does that because they care about the project. And, you know, you have your support system, which kind of is the green team. 
um, you have a reason for what all the things you do. It's because you see something like the Green Roof team prospering and you know that's like your thing. You see that as yours, you see it growing. So that, that like, you, that, like COVID can't stop that. Like so, no, so nothing could stop like someone seeing their dream and their passion flowering. Like it could stifle it, it could suck for weeks, it could suck for months, it could suck for years. But like once you give up on that dream in the end, yeah, COVID kind of caused it, but you made the decision. You know, I mean, there's it's cheesy. Someone's going to say like, oh, but what about, yeah, there's exceptions to that rule. But like in the end, like what's going to stop you uh, from having a day of production, like you or the people around you? And nine times out of 10, it's you. But in my opinion. Definitely. Like if you have the will to go ahead, and you envision something, especially if you have a team behind you, makes it ten hundred times easier. Right. Yeah, I mean, this is some a great program where people can get together and learn about renewable energy and sustainable energy and different projects. But I think the listeners need to enjoy what they're listening to. Like, <laughs> if you're not, click out. Like, there's no purpose. You can you can click out. You're not writing a paper on me. Um, I don't even know how many people are going to hear my voice. But that's fine because. If it's two, that means that two people now know that what I want to do and what they want to do is important too. And like, that's probably the biggest goal is that like, if more people realize that, you know, like there are people working towards a goal and other people are doing the same thing, they'll see that like, okay, well, if I work towards a goal, when will I get a support system? Well, yeah, it's gonna be tough. You're not gonna get your own support system overnight. And some of your friends might be jerks and a-holes but you know like find a new friend <laughs> it's hard i know it's hard with covid you know it's not easy to go out and socialize but um yeah to to the one or two listeners like be you like if being you is not on this podcast click out but if being you is listening to the rest of it enjoy it because i have a wonderful voice and you should really enjoy it but um yeah i i, I don't know it could go anywhere it doesn't do you have any questions? Do you have any concerns, comments? I'm interviewing you now. Oh, you're turning the tables? Turn the tables on Nelson okay. Fernandez. So what's running through your mind right now? Uh, many things, like interviewing you. When's the young entrepreneurship of Nelson coming out? Is that the final, the finale? It might be. Well, you can give him a sneak peek right now. Oh, I like the idea. Yeah. So what, what's good, what's, what is Nelson? Who is Nelson? Who am I? Well, I feel that's one reason I did come to Southern Illinois. Like how you talked about in the beginning, you can easily find yourself. Chicago can easily get crowded and be surrounded by so many people, so many ideas at so many different times that it's uh, hard to think. I know with cell phones now, um, I heard a quote during a Dave Chappelle's stand-up economy and he, he mentioned that cell phones are kind of evil because you hear about all of this news, but then you can't process it because because of the phone and communication. You hear about something else happening, then something else happening, and you're you're, no, you're gonna never have that time to like peacefully process and then be able to move forward. I thought that was kind of unique, but being down here in good old uh, Southern Illinois, surrounded by farmlands, by the Shawnee National Forest, by nature itself. 
It's like it's unlike anything I've ever seen. Maybe except for uh, upstate New York. That area is beautiful. Only difference they have mountains, which might make it better. But I mean, no. Being down here, good five and a half, six hours away from Chicago is peaceful. There's a lot to do if you can find it. And I think that's the beauty of it is it feels like technology is not needed to have a good time. As long as you're with the right people, right mindset, anything can happen. Anything's possible. I think Cardinal is a great example of anything's possible because it's still here. <laughs> I, you don't know, I, I, how many places do you know where just their main thing was power plant, factory, and what are they now? Like husks of a town that like have a couple thousand people. I mean, Grant, we have the university. We've had our good university times. We have our bad university times. We're on the uprise, but um, we're not the party school of the 70s anymore, but we've changed into the non-party school of the 20s. We're in the 20s again. That's crazy to think about. <laughs> Roaring 20s. Carbondale, I'm just going to say Carbondale as a general term. I don't mean the city of Carbondale right there, town, Sindor Center, Civic Center, Town Hall, whatever. That's not what I mean. Yeah, you're not going to go to Town Hall to meet with your friends. Well, you might if you're in poli and stuff. But, um, like, Carbondale in its general is just such a hodgepodge of everything. You, you've got the city that's kind of like mini Chicago area. You know? It's like you got all that town that's right there, and then you go out, like, literally a mile, and it's farmland nothing but farmland and then you go out another mile and you're like oh look at that it's forest shiny national forest all this place is huge there's everything here nature roads people that are disconnected with the world if you actually have been to a camp of boardwalk many times yeah i swear those people are like don't know what's going on because like they're how could they (laughs) like they're living in like shacks that like they haven't looked like they've been updated since the 40s or 20s or something. And you barely even see, like, power lines, too. Yeah. They actually had a movement to not bring a giant cell phone pole. I don't know if you've ever seen the... If you've gone up the, this huge hill, right, with the church on your right and the boardwalk on your left, right as you pass the railroad tracks, coming from 51. You probably don't come from that way, because I live out that way. But anyways, if you go up the big hill on the church line, it says... <laughs> stop the pole or something it's like don't bring the pole and i'm like yeah that's like that's just a great um like like that was their that was their goal like they accomplished it they don't bring a power pole like you know I, it might have provided a little easier access for a, club, a multi-million dollar company to provide more service to people who are going to buy more of their things but instead it salvaged a part of you know what so I don't know what it is. And like, I'm all for chasing your dreams. Sometimes, like, your dream is to not move forward. <laughs> like, like not, not move forward in the sense of, like, live on, but, like, progress down the line of, cap, like, the, the business taking over the land, you know. I mean, it kind of sounds like, oh, I'm against Verizon. Nah, man, I don't care. But they did. So they, they put it to it, and that's you can just see that the small town mentality can also take over. So like that's another great thing. 
And then just like being able to be connected to this nature. Yeah. I know, so I took a week before the semester began when she upstate New York. I try and I don't think I've told anyone about what happened, but I pretty much just unplugged my phone. I would just like call my parents like every night to make sure they know I'm alive. But I just wake up early in the morning, go hiking all day, have a sandwich on me, and just like not worry about anything else. Just like be there at the moment and enjoy the moment. Oh yeah. And then did that maybe five of the days, and then one day just found a river, went down, sat by, and read a book for eight hours. I'm not the fastest reader, so I didn't get through <laughs> all of it, but it was nice just to be able to read. And if I didn't want to read for a bit, just stopped and looked at the river and saw the birds flying by and a couple yeah, of people sure. kayaks, but just like be away from everything. And I think that's actually kind of useful, just having time away from the busyness of life because at the end of the day, it's like it's about enjoying life. Yeah, it's huge. You just, you start to see that life is more than a device in your hand but you know it's not about tiktoks but not about <laughs> reels <laughs> some of them are funny but I, I prefer me getting shown the funny one instead of having a dick <laughs> but you know that's awesome so now turning the tables back around roger where do you uh, see yourself in the future if you thought about it and also only in sophomore year gotten two more yeah. ahead before uh, Becomes a pressing question. Um, I've always, I've always kind of a not hated this question, but thought it was arbitrary because you know I see myself in a lot of places. Like I don't see myself as a one-track mind. Like I'm gonna do this. Like as long as like I can see myself doing what like I set out to do. Like that. That's where I see myself in ten years. Is doing what I want to do. I don't see myself being in one job, don't see myself being in, well, maybe it is one job, and that's what I'm going to be doing. But, like, that that's thats the answer to my question, is, like, in two years' time, like, who knows? Like, the world can go to crack, even more, and then I don't see myself anymore. So, like, I think it's, it's, uh, it's so, such a changing question that it's not really practical, because, like, tomorrow, I can forget all of my calculus and just like, oh crap, like I literally can't do this field anymore because I don't know math. Okay, well, if I'm gonna just give up and cry about it, okay, but then why not I just pick up something else and pick up where I left off? So, where do I see myself in 10 years? I see myself doing what I would want to do. So, so enjoy life and find something that you're interested in. Like work that. for work for a goal. Work, work towards a goal. It's every day there's a goal you can set if you want, or you just cruise on by. Some days, some days are just the cruise on by days, but there's enjoy those because you don't get many of them. <laughs> and with that, we conclude our episode of Young Entrepreneurs with the Green Roof Team. Special thanks to your sponsors, the SIU Research Park, Energy at SIU. SIU Sustainability Office's Green Fund Grant, the University Innovation Fellows, CH Electrical, Entertech, RAS Coatings, AES Solar, Sprague Supply Group, H&F Visions, Silvix Forestry and Nursery, Nether Channel Studios, Climate Economy Action Network, and many more. And please visit our website for more information and follow us on social media. Stay sustainable, folks.